0: So, I mean, I, I've always, uh, I was always really into journalism and newspapers and reporting and magazines and writing and, and all that kind of stuff. And and so, like, even even in high school, I worked for my local, come from a, you know, relatively small town, worked for the local newspaper. Really? Writing sports articles. And I think I got into it just because I loved sports and couldn't make the football team. So I'd go, you know, cover the football game or something <laughs> like that. Um... And so that kind of like grew into when I was in college, I got really into college newspaper and eventually I was the editor in chief at the the newspaper at UC San Diego. Um, And so I think that was kind of like, you know, those were early experiences in kind of like taking a bunch of different stories in different sections and, you know, putting them together, working with lots of different people to do it, uh, trying to, you know, I don't know. <laughs> stay stay sane during late nights, hit deadlines, all all that good stuff. Um, but then also try to preserve some kind of artistic or whatever et- integrity, you know, yeah. in in the process. And I, you know, would never have thought then that that would kind of connect in any way to filmmaking or anything like that. But uh, that led me to go to journalism school, and so I went right out of grad school into journalism school at Berkeley, and. Uh, that was the first time I picked up a camera I mean I'd done you know still photography in high school and stuff like that but picked up a Sony PD-150 little mini DV camera and uh, there was a class there where, where you got to use those and it was just basically like go out and make something make a make a story go interview someone and piece it all together um, so that was my first experience shooting anything editing anything trying to you know think about how to build a story, it, which was a process that I was familiar with just from like the newspaper days. But the like visual component of it was totally new and felt kind of like, felt artistic in a, in a way mm-hmm. that writing an article never did for me. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of grew from there.
1: At the time, were you feeling like that was still like uh like this is a tool for journalism, or did you really feel like it was like okay, this something's changing?
0: I think it was just it was just storytelling. It was it was yeah. less, um, you know, the the J school was, was great in in that it's it's very documentary focused. It's it's a it's a different kind of education than you'd get at you know a film school or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's much less about you know aesthetics and stuff like that, and, and kind of more it, it is that, but mixed with like storytelling and the craft of documentary making and. Uh, so yeah, I mean, when I, I mean, one of my earliest experiences doing this was, there there were you know one of the great things about going to day school is there were all these travel grants that you could apply for, and and there was a Latin American um, or Latin America focus thing that you could uh, apply for a grant for. So I pitched a story about um, about this hip hop genre in Brazil. And won the grant and got, got to basically awesome. go and take one of these little cameras to Rio by myself uh, with just basically like you know here's the money to you know fly there spend five days there uh, shoot whatever you need um, and come back and hopefully have a piece. Uh, and, yeah, that that was insane. I mean, talk about it, like a, a crazy one of the more yeah, like kind of crazy... Like could
1: be insane. Totally, crazy,
0: like, <laughs> places to drop yourself in, like, by yourself with a camera that you don't own. Uh, and then kind of, man, the, I, I remember, like, the pressure I put on myself to, like, get the story, you know? And uh, <laughs> talk about, you know, overshooting. That was, that was <laughs> just basically... I was probably rolling more than I wasn't when I was there. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I... What did you take away from that? Um oh man so not not to that that you know there is like a a limit that you can hit in terms of, you know, create shooting. It, it's not it's not just about going out there and spraying, you know, as much yeah. stuff as you can. It's about kind of, you know, the more you know going into something about what you want to make, the 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 better your your results will be in the end. I mean, I I certainly didn't know that at the time, but um it's kind of just like yeah, I mean, I think, and I think that's the kind of interesting thing coming from a documentary background. Like, I think there is often a tendency, because budgets are smaller and, and you know, you, you don't know what your story is necessarily, to just like, shoot, 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 shoot. Um, and there are a lot of awesome lessons that you can learn from that and apply to the commercial world. Uh, but there's also kind of like, it, it's been a process kind of like trying to scale back from that a little bit and be like, you know, okay, you know, what is, what is this story? Here's what we need to tell it here, here's the shot list, Um, you know, don't get bogged down in in getting everything, you know, know what you want to get. Mm
2: -hmm. You being a a director and an editor probably definitely must change your approach to things, too, like, you know, walking into a room, like, okay, I'm going to cut this later, so I kind of know vaguely what you're...
0: It's a lot easier to, uh, (laughs) I, I guess, to I mean not that I do this by any means but to to let go of things or to uh mm-hmm. to take the training wheels off when you when you have a sense of when you, when you think you're going to be touching it later when you think you're going to sure. be like yeah. and when you've seen what you can do you know in yeah. in post sometimes like with you know reshaping things um but you know that never keeps me in the moment from like obsessing over yeah. stupid little things but I just think like you know Right now, not having you know a project that I'm just like wringing my hands about, I it it it, it is easier to say kind of like, you know, yeah, let it go where it needs to go. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't get the moment, that's okay. You know, you'll you'll figure out a way around it, or yeah. you know, or maybe it wasn't real and just wasn't right to begin with. Yeah. Um, but I do feel, I I do feel like that's one of the things that editing has given me. It's kind of like. You know you never have a, pro- a project even even with something that's scripted and boarded and all that that like goes exactly the way it was envisioned. Um, there's always something happening either problem solving or you know even if something was awesome like across the board something to kind of enhance it the two do really I think complement each other well yeah. Um, yeah. not just because you know the skill sets I think overlap but also because just like as a practical matter, it is <laughs> nice once you're you know after sitting in a room editing something for a month to like get out into the world and stretch your legs and exhaust yourself and then it's nice you know once you're on like a after a week-long shoot or something to be like oh man I'm just gonna go back to my nice chair, air-conditioned <laughs> room and uh, you know put something together. And
2: not move. Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Do you ever feel like I mean like I'll, I'll be in situations where it's like I'm working with somebody and they're just uncomfortable and stuff and who knows exactly like if it could be a bunch of different reasons but do you ever feel like have you been in a moment where you feel like it's going to be what it is like there's no way to pull them out or do you feel like generally you can figure out a way to like
0: it's it's hard yeah I'm I'm I it, it's really hard I mean you you want to like on one hand you want to you know pull them aside and kind of step away and explain the process on the other. You kind of just want, you, you feel like the more natural you are, the more that they'll just kind of pick up that it's a conversation. Yeah. But you know, it really depends on the person and, and uh, how comfortable they are. And, and sometimes being too comfortable is, is bad too. You know, sometimes it's like, you don't want them speaking in, you know, camera talk and sound bites and all that. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's, it's, that's one of the trickiest parts of this, I think even when you explain, like everyone knows, like I was saying, like everyone knows the documentary thing. And even when you explain to people that, you know, they're, they're going to be chopped up or maybe they won't even be on camera. Maybe it's just their voice or, you know, trust us, you know, I'm, I'm suffering from it right now. It's like just the act of, of, of talking when you know you're being recorded is, is, is unnatural. Um, But yeah. And then it's the thing of, you know, do you try to you know, there's no one behind the curtain, do you, yeah. like, you know, get them so focused in, you know, on, on you and, and on what they're talking about that they lose themselves and, and forget that, or do you try to, you know, uh, yeah, well, make I them... I guess it's, it depends, right? That's yeah. That's what you're going for.
1: Well, it's a, it's a, it makes me think of, like, you know, I hear, I hear directors or filmmakers saying it where it's like, oh, no, you want non-actors to do this because... They're they're real people and they don't have the like, you know, either theatrical or filmic sort of like, you know, they're not, you know, clouded by that or whatever. And it's like, well, no, because the second you get somebody who has no camera experience and you turn on lights and you point a camera at them, they're no longer a a, a relaxed, normal human being. They're right. like totally just stifled and nervous right. and watching themselves and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but it's like that it's, I don't know. It's like, like, I understand the idea, but I think a lot of times the idea is really nicer than the actual experience. Totally. Of like sometimes you just want somebody who, I mean, they don't, you don't need a bad actor. Like that's the middle ground. You want somebody who's like, like has like a good training and understanding and is very comfortable. Right. You know? Right.
0: But, but that's why working with kids sometimes is, is awesome because like kids don't have that like, TV IQ. They haven't seen, you know, thousands of hours of reality to t- TV to know how to react around a camera. I, uh, assuming that they're not looking, you know, directly into the lens and just mugging for the camera. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's where like if there's a kid in, in something that you're working on, they always find their way into the into the piece because it's like you often do get those really unguarded, totally like natural feeling moments. Um, but that is that's something that i've been finding recently that like there i feel like the the whole reality tv thing is so ingrained in in people's minds that they kind of like they know what the camera wants or they think they know what the camera wants yeah. and sometimes you know what that is is like that whole thing of like i'm talking to myself i'm kind of explaining what i'm doing that sometimes you are going for yeah. you know but then sometimes it's just like no, no, you know, <laughs> pretend like the camera's not here for a yeah. second. You know, we don't need the the running inner monologue kind of kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but then other times you want that. That's exactly what you want for, because it, it totally, you know, ties them to the place and it, yeah. it's easy to cut with. Yeah,
1: I like that idea of, like, if we don't film it, it doesn't happen, you know? And so there's something where it's, like, the freshness and making sure that you kind of, like, you know, it's like somebody starts to do something and it's like, no, 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 don't don't do that yet Like wait till we're actually filming because if you do it now, yeah, like the camera comes in and it never happened Yeah, you know, yeah. And there's I think some of that is like, like like you're saying like the inner monologue thing is like some of that is I think it's a balance of like, you know, too much or you also don't know enough and like having to find that balance of like Yeah, like this is the process forget what you've seen of it,
0: right? And then the other thing that always tends to be the, the most problematic and the most challenging for, for non-actors or actors is, you know, I think a lot of the time when you're going for those verite moments, oftentimes it's like an interaction between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it's just so, so hard oftentimes to like, to get something real feeling, you know, when, when two people are talking to each other, but they know there's, you know, a bunch of people watching and listening and recording you know and maybe also they're doing it multiple times and yeah. it's somewhat staged like we need you to have a conversation here about you know I'm trying to think of an example about the race you're about to run or you yeah. know something like that and it's you know, always like the one person walks in, so how about <laughs> yeah. you ready for that race we're about to run?
2: Yeah. You know, it's, and they start kind of repeating the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, it's,
1: it. it's time to make sandwiches. Are you right, ready right. to make sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like right. good sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. This is favorite sandwiches. Saying it,
2: saying it the same way every time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, no. yeah.
1: I, I mean, I find myself in like just as much in more of a narrative setting where it's like uh, we did a thing once that was like, actors around a dinner table and there's this thing for me it's like i really think more often than not it's better to just turn whatever you're filming into the real thing as much as possible like if you're if you're at a dinner table like you're with people at a dinner table talk about something you talk about at the dinner table like just make it real and as time goes on you kind of like they'll they'll lose track of everything else and they'll just be doing it but then it's like sometimes you you start hearing the conversation and it's just like you know like you're not really having a conversation you're like you're kind of still in this fake like idea of what you should be doing and it's like there's this disconnect still right. of, like we don't we don't believe we should be doing the real life thing right now we feel like we should be doing a, a like a, a weird like we're we're actors we're play people with cameras rolling totally like, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. It's like when you, you know, sit an interview subject down and mic them up and tell them, you know, the sound operator always asks them, what would you have for breakfast or whatever. Exact, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, that's the only thing. Or or, or better, yet, yeah, they just say, you know, I need to get your levels, tell me something. No one could ever think of what to say, yeah, you know, because yeah. it's, it's that moment of kind of you're I don't know, spot. you're outside yourself, Yeah, you're on, on the spot,
1: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. the second somebody asks you to talk yeah. about something, you're like, uh, uh. Yeah. And
2: there's been so many moments where, you know, we're, we're doing sort of a, a doc with some staged elements to it, but we're looking for real genuine answers in, a, in an yeah. interview. And then, you know, maybe someone will say kind of something a little heavy and uh, we'll cut And then we'll take a break and then everyone kind of, you know, she relaxes or, and then, you know, we'll, we'll make a conversation with the subject a little bit just to kind of like, you know, lighten the mood, but also just kind of keep things going. And then she'll just drop like gems, you know, like they'll just, they'll just say the thing you've been trying to get them to, 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 you know? Yeah. And then like, there's been so many times where like, I kept making the mistake of doing that. like. Oh wow! I can't believe your your kid went through that or something, and then she'll be like, "Yeah," and then go off while we're not filming. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. I'm looking at AJ like, "Damn it! Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have said, you know, I yeah. shouldn't have said that." Or or AJ will go like this, <laughs> audio, yeah. and and we're just rolling audio, and yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just like those things just happen. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah, like like for you, like what what are you looking for in projects? Like what is what is the thing that that you feel like makes you interested to keep working on it
0: yeah I mean it's all it's all storytelling like mm-hmm. no matter you know whether it's doc or commercial or spot you know driven by voiceover or titles or animation or live action you know it's it's all storytelling um, so I feel like you know what I'm what what I'm the most drawn to I think are you know strong characters gr- voices you know mm-hmm. just the sound of, of different people's voices yeah. uh, you know the, the projects that I get the most excited about you know have a strong, like, musical point of view, you know, I, I love working with sound design, mm-hmm. um, just kind of, like, bringing in, you know, as many elements as you can to kind of, like, or, and unexpected ones, too, that can kind of advance a story, um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's a story, it's a story, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, uh, you got characters and you they're going to do something
1: you know and what's your what's your barometer for like how well the story is put together cuz like for me I still feel like that is such, can be such an amorphous sort of thing that's like do you think in terms of some kind of like structure or do you just kind of is it like a gut feeling like what what is that thing that makes you know that this is this is a story or this has potential of being a, a greater story than you know maybe something
0: else. Yeah I mean I just come in being an editor I mean I I pay attention to structure a lot and uh, and I I mean I love uh, it's and it's really hard to do but I like I was saying I love trying to find a way to like an unexpected way to tell the story. The story may be very simple you know or maybe, you know, oftentimes or you know there you look at it and there's not even a story it's just you know say you're making a profile video about someone and it's really just them kind of talking about their life it's like finding ways to kind of like move things around and maybe you break up kind of like what would normally be linear you know kind of way to tell the story uh that that's the kind of stuff that like i don't know i get excited about It's because i feel like no matter what kind of project you're working on even if it seems very very straightforward there's always some kind of way to to shake it up um and that's why i love editing i mean it's it's kind of like you you get it's, it's problem solving. You know, you, you have all these pieces and uh, you get to kind of figure out a way to put them together in the most interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's also like,
1: I, I feel like there's that, that thing of like, you can go down this road and then be really rigid and hold on to what the plan originally was and mm-hmm. try to mishmash and, and fit everything into that, you know, like idea. But then at some point you also have to be like, okay, I did the best I could to plan through everything and it's just different, but now we work with it and make this good, right. you know, or make this the interesting thing now. Yeah, yeah, totally. How often do you, do you find yourself getting to that stage more where you're just like in the editorial and
0: you're like, this is a different story? With Doc Stuff, like, all the time. I mean, that's, that's kind of the name of the game, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. um, oftentimes with Doc Stuff too, you're kind of developing different characters because you don't know whose story mm-hmm. is really going to hit. Um, especially for like a long, a long form kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it really is a discovery process, sitting down and looking through things and kind of figuring out where the story wants to go given what you have. Um, so there's, I think there's totally that that sense of, you know, shaking shaking stuff up down mm-hmm. the down the line. Do you shoot a lot of your stuff? I, I don't anymore. No, okay. I. I uh, I feel like wearing the directorial hat sometimes and, and, and editing is, like, enough, you know, it's yeah. enough. And yeah. and there's so many great DPs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I, I recognized at some point that um, I'm not, like, the aesthetics of, of something aren't, you know, that's that's not the first thing that I feel like I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there are other directors that I think, like, especially, you know, DP directors who that's their thing and, and that's awesome, um, but I feel like coming more from the editorial side of things, it's about story and structure um, and rhythm, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and so it's awesome working with TPs who can kind of have an eye for, for the aesthetics um, yeah. and creating a look, and I can kind of focus on the other stuff.
1: Yeah, I find it, like it's a funny thing because like there's there's also this fine balance too of like. I mean you have to work with a DP that you trust and also and and not just about like I mean framing a shot is is one thing and operating is one thing but it's also like just having the instincts to pick up on a cue that's going on and like for yeah. me it's like like the reason that I don't want to be operating the camera too is like I don't want to have that tunnel vision to the story and so it's like trusting somebody who can take on that element while I can be a little bit further back and kind of catch stuff Totally. but it's still that same thing where it's like then you have to have this relationship where you're both kind of like on the same page moving because it's like something happens off in the side and you both need to be ready for it. Totally. You know? And it's like I find myself in so many situations where it's like it's just that timing of like either we just film something and it it's like from, from, like, a, it, from like a perspective of experiencing the event, you're kind of like, okay, that's done and you check out. But then it's like, no, that's the moment where you start really seeing things happening. So it's like that's the moment when the camera should be yeah. looking for something. And totally. so there's this weird kind of like rhythm of just like making sure that you're – It's I mean, it's not always rolling, but it's just like being ready to pick up a cue of like that thing when everybody drops their guard. Yeah. That's when you want to be
0: there to catch yeah. Totally. something. Yeah. And that's that's the other great thing about Doc and, and the really fun – and I don't know, like it, it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing when you have a, a really good – Documentary crew that's all on the same page and that knows what the story is and knows what to look for because you're not just talking about the you know director and camera operator you know you might be talking about exactly yeah the director maybe the camera operator is on a movie and there's like an AC pulling focus and there's a sound operator and there's yeah. like a gaffer and and you know it's like everyone kind of like thinking you know the same thing and and keeping their head on a swivel and, and communicating and. It's 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 really cool and it works.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that thing too, where it's like you just you have to get into a zone of being on and sharp all, all the time, essentially, because it's like everybody's got to be doing their piece in the like you know well oiled machine. Right. And and that is, and I think that's the thing that oftentimes we don't we keep forgetting how exhausting that is yeah. to be always so like dialed in and not like too focused that you just miss stuff, you know, but, like, focused enough that you're just always present, always there for that on. thing. Yeah. yeah totally.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And it's such a, yeah, and it's, like, it's, it's an interesting, like, I know, going back to that that idea of just, like, like working well with, you know, like, like just having that good relationship as a crew that you're all, like, here we go.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you yeah. just, you feel something in the air kind yeah. of a bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, do you ever, like, how often do you feel, like, the converse of that, where, like, do you feel like, like, are you in situations where it's just, like, you just, you know that you missed it, and it's, like, oh, you yeah, got to totally. figure out how to recover?
0: All the time, and and that was the hardest thing with, you know, the early stuff that I, I, I would do as a one-man band. It's, like, you always miss something, and, and you're kicking yourself the whole night because, like, that was going to be the thing. That, that was what, what yeah. was going to make it, but it's amazing, like, once you get to the post side, how, you know, you remember, oh yeah, that thing, like, that wouldn't have had a place in this piece. Like, (laughs) that that totally, like, was completely unnecessary. But you're in such a tunnel, like tunnel vision kind of world where, you know, you can't quite evaluate. um, And and even, you know, when you have the perfect crew and, and, you know, everyone is doing their part and, you know, you as the director have the luxury of trying to take the bird's eye view and kind of see everything that's happening in the context of the larger picture. You still kind of get sucked into you know that one thing, like that, or you fall in love yeah. with like a little thing that yeah. was completely you know.
1: You you actually you you get it and then you watch it in editing. And you're like, oh, that wasn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bad. Well, I love I love when you know there are DPs that you'll work with where you know yeah you'll have that thing and you know maybe you'll try a couple different times. and They'll be like, they'll tell you you know this isn't making it. In. And, then, <laughs> and when it does, you get to send them the link and be like, look, it, it did. But but more times than not, they're right because. Yeah. It's like you know they're because they're doing their job, they know the story too, and and they're you know making those decisions as as they go um, but yeah that's that's one of the coolest parts for me, and, and I think that's what kind of ties it all back to like all the newspaper stuff I used to do, and like that kind of newsroom mentality and you know the the hubbub and the crazy pressure and all that, but also just like the the teamwork
2: mm mm-hmm.